So tonight, we're going to talk uh, in regards to uh, selfishness and what selfishness does to the life of a believer. Uh, King Solomon is our uh, Bible character that we will utilize on tonight to explain what will happen to a, a blessed believer that literally allows themselves to be controlled by their own selfishness. Um, it is not difficult to take on the spirit of selfishness. You do not have to have a great abundance in order to be selfish. Some people have little to nothing at all and find that they're very, very selfish. Uh, and they really don't have anything. So you don't have to have tremendous wealth or anything like that to have be selfish. Selfishness is a spirit. You can be selfish with love, understanding. You can be selfish in a lot of ways. Solomon actually was the richest man that the world will ever know. He had so much silver until literally silver uh, meant nothing. He had so much bronze until bronze was used as garbage metal. Uh, so the precious metals that he had, he had gold, the gold of Ophir, which was uh, considered to be the purest gold you can get. He had gold by the tons, by the megatons, silver by the megatons, bronze by the megatons. He, he, he had, I mean, he just had tremendous wealth. He had everything that money could buy from gardens to parks to pools to palaces to, to slaves to animals. He, he had a harem of a thousand women. He he had everything that life says you sh could have in order to be happy. And he did everything humanly possible to make himself happy. Solomon was a human hedonist. A hedonist is a person that will do anything for pleasure. Solomon got to the point that he walked away from God and he would do anything anything to please himself. He literally said, I, I have done, I have done, I have done, I have done, I have done. In, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, the second chapter, and uh, reading, uh, start at the fourth verse, Solomon said, I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs, the water groves of flourishing trees. I brought male and female slaves and I had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well. The delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. He said, I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. 
My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. He did everything humanly possible to make himself happy. I am literally convinced that you cannot make yourself happy. Because happiness depends upon continual happenings. And if ain't nothing happening in your life, if you've done everything there is to do, it ain't nothing left to happen. And so happening, happiness is based on small moments in your life where it looks like you're doing something fun or worthwhile. But when it's really not fun and it's really not worthwhile and you find yourself just doing things. Solomon found himself doing things. Why? Because he had no joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength, meaning the joy of the Lord is the momentum that God gives you in your life to keep going. And so when there is nothing happening, when you have joy in your life, then you have the momentum of your life to keep going. Meaning all hell could be breaking loose in your life. And when you got joy, you got momentum to keep going. Happiness doesn't provide any momentum. Happiness doesn't keep you going. Happiness doesn't keep you moving forward. And so that's what I want you to understand is that we cannot allow the spirit of selfishness to rule, control, and reign in our life. Because the spirit of selfishness will bring on the spirit of scarcity. And when the spirit of scarcity takes over, then that's when the spirit of selfishness goes to a whole nother level. That's when everything around you, you begin to hoard. You begin to live like people that live in those houses where they don't get throw away anything. They don't give away anything. It becomes a sickness. It becomes something that is nasty, that is outwardly nasty. When you go into people's house that are systemic hoarders, their houses are nasty. They are gross. And some of us, we've allowed our lives to become like hoarders living in houses that have never thrown away anything. It literally becomes a health hazard. Has your life become hazardous to your own health? Has your life become a health hazard? If your life has become a health hazard because you're operating in the spirit of selfishness and scarcity, I know a God that can heal you and deliver you from the spirit of selfishness and allow you and replace it with the spirit of giving. Solomon literally found out after he went around in a big circle in his life, after his life became cyclical, it became a cyclical waste of time because he was selfish, because the spirit of scarcity, after he went through the cycle in his life, after he left God, went through a big circle and came back to God, he said to himself, I have found the true meaning of life. 
The true meaning of life is to obey God and to obey the commands of God. That's what Solomon literally found out. He literally came to a point in his life where he found out the true meaning of life itself. And I'm going to share with you the true meaning of life itself. Now, all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. What is it? Fear God and keep his commandments. That is the meaning of life. Men and women have searched for the meaning of life and God wrote it a long time ago. He wrote it over 5,000 years ago. Wrote it in the book of Ecclesiastes. He said the meaning of life is to fear God and to keep his commandments. That is the meaning of life. You can get no greater than that. That will, that will fulfill everything in your life. That will keep you with the joy of the Lord operating in your heart. When you fear God and keep his commandments. When you obey him. That's the true purpose of what life's all about. Life is about giving. Not receiving, giving. You have to put yourself in the position to receive. And the, really the only way you put yourself into a position of receiving, you got to put yourself in the position of giving. You cannot put yourself into the position of receiving if you're never in the position of giving. You have to be in the position of giving. When you're giving, you always have your hand open. That puts you in the position of receiving. That's what life is all about. Life is all about giving and receiving. Remember, you're talking to Pastor Henry Owens. I give biblical answers to the hard questions of life.